0: The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family.
1: Yes, we are we are live. Right, okay. Thank you very very much. Uh, to everyone for tuning in it is the night before book launch eve i'm joined by the other mr p i'm currently in london adam is in manchester how are we doing adam
0: yeah not too bad uh, just come back from the school's prom um so yeah i'm not gonna lie a little bit hot and bothered i was suited and booted right and making it special, special for the children um, but it's funny, you're just a glorified waiter, aren't you? Just like giving them drinks. And then who would who would have known that, you know, 14 litres of pop wouldn't have been the best idea
1: no, for a probably. group of children? <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Um, but what we thought we'd do is, as the book is out tomorrow, here it is. The brand new book, if I can get it in shot. This is your own time you're wasting. It is out tomorrow. I know a fair few people have managed to get a copy today, um, but what we thought we'd do is just do a quick little preview of the book, talk you through um, what it's going to be all about, and if you fancy reading it, you can order yourself a copy. There should be a link in the description for you to do that, get it from from Amazon. So this is the follow-up to the Sunday Times bestseller, um, put a wet paper towel on it, and I'll hand it over to Adam. Straight off the bat, how would you describe this follow-up book?
0: Um, well, it's like, it's like you know, Top Gun. It's a, yeah. It was a legendary film, and Put a Wet Paper Towel on it, in my eyes, was a legendary book. Uh, people crying out, why do a sequel to something that was so fantastic but, you know, you've got to give the people what they want. <laughs> no, it's um just, I just wanted to get Top Gun Maverick in there because I've seen it at the cinema so many times. No, uh, This Is Your Own Time You're Wasting is kind of was always in the pipeline. Uh, we did the first book as kind of like an introduction, didn't we?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: to, to our journeys and then kind of just a peek behind the curtain of primary schools. But This Is Your Own Time You're Wasting, the brand new book out tomorrow, is filled and I am talking to the max of just hilarious stories, some of our own, some of the ones that you've shared, ones that have never been heard before on the podcast. Um, there is something in there for absolutely everyone. So I'm very, very excited. I'm very proud. Um, obviously to have done this uh, again and to do it alongside yourself, there, Lee. Um, very um, yeah. It's it's. I always I always laugh. I know I said it in the first book, but. but there's just a few teachers that, if they found out that I was a published author for a second time, they'd, they'd think they were in some sort of twilight zone, like Stranger Things. It just would have been, it just yeah. wouldn't feel. Well, real. I, I
1: actually got, I actually got a, um, oh, I actually got, oh, for God's sake. I actually got a message on Twitter from one of your old teachers. Believe it or not, you're joking? No, no, seriously, yeah. Um, Teacher, primary or secondary? Secondary. Mrs. Whittle, Mrs. Whittle, Mrs. Whittle. Yeah, nothing but nothing but love for Mrs. Whittle. Yeah, so she messaged me on Twitter to say she's heard about the books, um, and she's uh, she's ordered a copy. So yeah, that was funny.
0: It's funny. uh, Mrs. Whittle was my French teacher, and obviously, if you know me, you know uh, you know me. Amigos, me don't speak much (laughs) much (laughs) French. Um, but I always remember she was so she was so brilliant with me, and even though I'd go into the, um, you know, the what do you call it? Is it the oral exam? I didn't yeah. I don't want to sound weird, but is that what you call it?
1: Yeah, your French oral.
0: French oral. <laughs> yeah. We. Um, I remember going in and, and and I was just there going, "Je m'appelle Adam. Je jouais au football," and she was just <laughs> kind of going like, "Any more? Any more?" And I was going like. Which is two brothers, no sisters, and genuinely, they those three sentences are my We're all you had in the
1: bag. What did you get? What did you get? French GCC? Oh,
0: I want to say an E, maybe. Can you get E? Is that was that? A, I don't, think. Um, because obviously, there's the classic, isn't there, where one of the only things I ever learned in French, which was a, an original idea from me, and obviously feel free if you teach in French, I one of the tests in year seven was the days of the week, and I learned the days of the week to create David, seven days. Yeah. And it's the only thing that has stuck. And to be honest, I'm going to test myself now and see if I've still got it. So you can you can see if I'm right here. So, Lundy, took her for a drink on Marty. We made love on Mecredi, and on Jeudi, Vendredi, and Samaday, we chilled on Dimanche.
1: <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. Well done. Well done.
0: Still got it after all these years and all these beers.
1: Craig, Craig David, what a saviour for the French days of the week. Um... So, so guys, if you've got a question you'd like to ask, we'll do a little Q&A towards the end. But what we thought we'd do is talk you through it. I mean, Adam sort of summed it up nicely there. The book is very much an extension of book one. Um, there are a few observations, as there was in book one, but mainly it's more the funny stories, the outrageous stories, just the craziness. Hence the tagline, classroom confessions, calamities and clangors. Um, so let's run through the chapters uh, we, we kick off with the uh, introduction, as most books do.
0: Solid um, start.
1: Solid start, solid yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, a chapter on random things, which I talk through. Uh, it's a very nostalgic trip back down memory lane. So if you are a millennial like myself, if you're of that generation or going to schools in the 90s, there's lots there to reminisce on. Um, plus just random things you... Um, we still do in schools that we did back then that we do now, like the school tea towels, the class tea towels, where everyone does a self portrait. Remember them?
0: Well, I I always remember because you had to draw yourself, didn't you? Yeah. And the worst thing is obviously I'm not, I'm not the best drawer. So you always had that one, one or two really arty, you know, people in your class or maybe more. Um, And their picture would always look really good and look arguably like them. Whereas mine just looked like a block with just dotted eyes and a big smile. And it could have been anyone. It could have been (laughs) absolutely anyone.
1: Well, yeah, I I talk about how, you know, the class is sort of like one child who can do a really good portrait and the rest of them look like thumbs. Um, (laughs) Yeah. then we move on to the rogues gallery which is sort of a follow-up to the staff room if you remember in put a wet paper towel on it we talked through the sort of we make some general stereotypes of the type of teachers uh in the Rogues gallery it's similar about the type of characters you find in each uh, in each class then we go on to show and tell uh, a chapter on show and tell which uh featured sh- a little bit in book one we did a little bit of some of the funny things sh- uh, p- children have brought in for show and tell which we have now extended on, and it's got its whole own chapter on not just the shows of things children bring in, but also the tells, the things children overshare. Um, I thought you were going to come in then and say something, but not to worry. Teed you up there. Who, who, me? Yeah, yeah, I thought you were going to extend on that. I
0: have to say, do you know, like, it was well hot yesterday, obviously, and I'm sure everyone knew that. Today's still really stuffy, and yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was wearing a suit at prom, and I've not recovered. And I'm sat here, and I am dripping, sweating. So, apologies. <laughs> I was going to jump in there and say it's a tremendous chapter, uh, which which people really enjoy. I think it's I think it's one of those where you like when you read some of those show and tell tales, you you're literally thinking to yourself,
1: "Surely not!" Like, yeah. "Surely,
0: surely not." But oh, yeah. Oh yeah, they happened.
1: And like I always say, each of those stories we've probably had three, four times from different teachers. So, so many of them are sort of universal. Um, but yeah, still just as shocking. Right, then we've got what I know. I'll pass this over to you to describe what I know is.
0: Yeah, so obviously, if you're an avid podcast listener, uh, if you've come to a live show, you'll know an O is based on my one of my best friends who. Makes a living of just bad shouts, whether it's something you say, whether it's something you do, something so awkward, so cringy, you just want the ground to eat you up. We have got a full chapter of some of the best O's ever, and I'm telling you right now, you could flick onto any page of what an O, and you will laugh your head off,
1: guaranteed. Yeah, there's some cracking story. Just cringy, want the ground to swallow you up, just... Somewhere it's like, are these people actual teachers? Because it's just sheer idiocracy. Yeah, there's, there's all sorts in there. Um, moving on to Out the Mouth of Babes, which is a, a, a chapter all about just some of the funny things children come out with, whether it's misconceptions, they've misheard things, um, they've got funny questions, just some of the beautiful things children have said. Uh, and, of course, then the downright... Scolding, scolding, teacher Burns. Again, was hoping you were going to come in there, Adam, on the Burns.
0: I am. I am sorry. I'm just sharing the. Uh, I'm just sharing the live link to to the Facebook group. Just, alright, oh, okay. Just, just get it, stoned. But yeah, uh, sorry, the Burns. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been at the. You know, I've been on the end of some seriously. When you're, when you're quite a heavy set man. Um, and yeah. you know you 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 could say you're an easy target. There's plenty of you to to hit, uh, yeah. put it that way. And um, it's just funny. I mean, I always go back. I always remember just. I, I always remember there was that one kid. I'm sure I said this a while ago. Where um, I was basically telling him like he didn't need to react with some of the stuff that kids were saying to him. They were saying silly stuff like, "Oh, you look like you know, you look like a a, a, a wet oh, what was it." You look like a... uh, What's the thing when you throw it? When you throw it like a wet... uh, uh, Plano. Water balloon. That was it. Right. you look like a water balloon. And I'm saying to this kid, why are you going mad about that? Do you look like a water balloon? And he was like, no. And I was like, well, exactly. Who cares? And I said, imagine someone just called me something and he just went, fat! And I was (laughs) like, didn't take you long to think of that, did it, pal? (laughs) And then I was there going... See, I'm not (laughs) pumping up (laughs) all. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month, and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com/slash-switch. That's mintmobile.com/slash-switch.
1: Um, then we've got a chapter on disgusting things. So you know it's a. Uh It's a a podcast feature that um, we go through regularly. Just some of the most disgusting things that children do and the things you've seen as a teacher that will turn your stomach. So that's definitely a chapter to avoid if you've just eaten or you're about to eat. That's that's for sure. Um, Then we've got teacher confessions which again is always one of our favorite features on the podcast. And, and we've got some cracking stories in there. Some we have featured on the podcast, but some that have never been shared before. And obviously we uh, we comment, we divulge, we extend uh, for dramatic effects, some of those stories. Um, then we've got a chapter on Weird Parent Interactions, which again, we, we, we regularly share some of the ridiculous complaints, some of the more... Worrying things parents have said or done, or just an awkward place in which you've met parents outside of school as well.
0: Yeah, if you're if you're a parent, if you're a parent, not not even working in school, if you're just a parent of a child, you're gonna love reading that chapter and think to yourself, oh, "I'm not that bad." Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm not that bad. Because um, some of the tales that we share that we've been sent are, I mean. Because obviously, you know, you you write the book say over a year period, and you you know you put you put in pages away and pages away, and then when you get to the audio book recording, which is obviously what we did about a month ago, and you're reading back through them, you're just like, oh my god, I forgot about this. This is unbelievable. I can't wait for people to read this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we we got that when we did the audio book. When we did the audio book, that was just a reminder of some uh, just how funny some of the stuff is. Um, Then we've actually got a chapter uh, dedicated to teaching sex ed in school. It's awkward. It can be very cringy. In fact, today I had to do the puberty talk with year five, which again, as it always does, brings up some moments, but we'll save that for the last podcast episode of the academic (laughs) year, which will be coming early next week. But yeah, again, funny stories, misconceptions. I'll give you a little excerpt from that. Uh, shortly then we've got a a chapter dedicated to staff meetings um which isn't as uh boring as it sounds it's more sort of the ridiculous ludicrous staff meeting uh sort of you've had to sit through or endure um included in there are are other things like what you've seen on walk-arounds of schools when you visit schools there's all sorts of just yeah again some of the manic crazy uh unbelievable things that have gone on and been seen. Um, And then we've got a more, well, I say it's a more serious chapter. It is and it isn't. So I put a chapter in there about teaching during the pandemic, mainly as a way to sort of remind everyone of the incredible job teachers did, school staff did, parents did, just a sort of reflection on the challenges, the ups and downs, You know, not all doom and gloom. I've tried to do it in a lighthearted way. Uh, I list sort of the 10 things that were that I missed most during those pandemic times compared to 10 good things that come from it. And uh, but yeah, there's a few observations about what some what happened on certain Zoom lessons, Teams lessons, (laughs) and that sort of thing. And then that moves us on to where things need to go post pandemic. And then, obviously, our, our final thoughts. So, I mean, it is packed. It is packed full. You are going to get your money's worth of... Uh, I keep holding it, but going the wrong way. Your money's worth of uh, funny stories and banter in the, in the book. So, as I say, the the, the link to grab your copy is in the, um, in the description of this video. But what we thought we'd do as well is just sort of give you a little taste, give you a little extract. So, I'm going to pass it over to Adam. Uh, for him to share a little bit that he wants to
0: yeah well i'm gonna read you a little bit that i wrote for um the disgusting chapter so i'm hoping that you know by this time what are we on nearly eight o'clock people are an hour away from love island or or whatever they get up to and maybe the tea time's over so you'll be able to stomach this um so yeah here we go it's time to embarrass one of my nearest and dearest friends now, and they won't mind as I'm not actually going to name them. And before anyone thinks it, I did not commit this act, and I'm not just covering for myself. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> when you were in nursery or reception age three to five, I'm sure if you try to remember things from your school days at this particular age, it's a struggle. It's like the amazing Pixar movie Inside Out. You make millions of memories, but they fade and are replaced by new, stronger memories as you become older. But certain memories are core memories, and these are etched into your mind, never to be forgotten. And this is the case for Poogate. Gate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to leave it at that. Yeah. That, nutty, that corny cliffhanger. <laughs> um, My friend in primary school went to the toilet whilst the teacher was reading everyone a story on the carpet. Unfortunately, he wasn't completely toilet trained by this point and decided to go number two in his hands. Now, after doing this, surely any normal person would then put the excrement inside the toilet bowl. Actually, scrap that. Any normal person would simply do their business straight in the loo and go about their day. However, in a mass panic, the boy decided to wipe the faeces all over the surrounding cubicle and himself. Just as the teacher was about to finish the very hungry caterpillar, the boy appeared, looking like he'd been on the children's classic game show, Get Your Own Back. But instead of being doused in green slime, he'd unfortunately been covered in his own dung. (laughs) He was eventually toilet trained and the story would only be mentioned to him by his mates once or twice a day. (laughs) (laughs) He sees the funny side and having children himself now, he knows the struggle to try to contain a child's instinct to turn himself into a human or indeed Puman Jackson Pollock creation. Nice, nice.
1: Nice little face there. Got to love it. There you go. Go and grab your copy. So I'm going to jump into the sex ed uh, chapter and talk you through some misconceptions. So misconceptions will always raise a smile later in the staff room during the debrief after a sex ed lesson. And parents will also hear of these too. A friend of mine told me her son was so proud of himself after his first human body session. He said smugly, I know what the lady's private parts are called. A Volvo. (laughs) And then here are some more. A child asking what was a boner. It was explained in a professional way. The child then followed up by asking, so why are people in Africa dying from it? That would be Ebola. (laughs) (laughs) When I asked if the children understood what a virgin was, no one answered until one boy put his hand up and asked, Is that someone who doesn't eat meat? <laughs> <laughs> when discussing the word erection, a child was confused by the wording and commented, What, like Jesus? No, no, that would be the resurrection. <laughs> and we were doing a World War II topic at the same time. The children got confused between the vocabulary of evacuation and ejaculation. (laughs) And I think I'll just leave it there, guys. I think we'll just leave it there. Um, So uh, if you do have any questions, we'll have a look through the comments in a a second. But we just want to say a massive, massive thank you to everyone who has pre-ordered a copy of the book or is thinking of ordering it. We really, really do truly appreciate your support. It means the absolute world. To have a second book and hopefully it it be as successful as the first one is honestly a dream come true. And um, it's exciting times because I'm in London as I will be promoting the book on this morning, tomorrow morning. So, unfortunately, Adam cannot join me as he's still in school, but I will be flying the flag high. And so, if you do tune in at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, you might see a very familiar face uh, there talking about the book and everything else. So, so yeah, so I'll have a little look uh, at the comments. We've had this one. Um, I listened to the podcast for the first time today, and it made me laugh. I've had an awful year, and it made me chuckle for the first time. Uh, so thank you, Claire, for that one. Um, lots of people. Is there a contribution from Nana Maureen? Um, there is not, but she's very much uh, mentioned in the acknowledgements, isn't she, Adam?
0: Yeah, she. Um, I mean, we couldn't. We couldn't ask her to write for the book, um, because she just cannot be trusted. <laughs> but, um, but no, she's been. She she's like the proudest woman on earth, and she's. Uh, even though I'm hoping that you know we'll get higher in the charts because she'll accidentally order a hundred off Amazon
1: when That's she means one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, no, she's always an inspiration to both of us. And uh, she'll be back on the podcast before you know it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so looking forward to seeing how transferable your stories of primary are, as I'm a sixth-form stud- uh, sixth teacher, despite the age gap, I'm... And it finishes. I'm sure that's Katie saying it. I'm sure it'll be very similar. Um, Probably more similar. Hopefully not in the disgusting side of things, because, you know, you'd hope the sixth-formers were... But saying that, that's when they discover alcohol, isn't it? So who knows? It could be very, very similar.
0: If you've got got any six-formers that are are going number two in their own hands whilst you're reading The Hungry Caterpillar, it's a strange (laughs) six-form.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Right then, guys, well, thank you very, very much. We will not keep you all, as I'm sure you've got – well, Love Islands, get ready for. But again, just want to say massive, massive thank you for tuning in. Massive thank you for the support. Um, the next episode of the podcast will be with you early next week. Uh, we tried to record it last night, but unfortunately, my laptop overheated. Um, and there was a bit of a panicking moment as to whether uh, it would actually work again. But we're all right. It's working so far. Um but yeah, so we'll get we'll get that to you after the next couple of shows as well. So we've got another show in Milton Keynes on Saturday and in Canterbury on Sunday. So if you've not yet come to see the show, you can get tickets for them. Um, and yeah, uh, a couple of, yeah, lots of people saying they've ordered it and they'll be ordering it on payday. So massive, massive thank you. Anything else to add, Adam? No, I just want
0: to say, uh, again, just thank you so much for all the support with the books, the shows, the podcast. We massively appreciate it. I know we're both looking forward to uh, the book coming out tomorrow and then having a bit of a chilled summer, which I'm sure, you know, every teacher, school, staff member will be looking forward to. So I hope you have an amazing couple of days. Uh, or if you've already broken up, enjoy it. I hope you've got a drink in hand. Good luck to you tomorrow, Lee. Uh, good good. Not to be there on this morning with you. Uh, but I'm sure you'll uh, you'll absolutely smash it and make us look good. Uh, but make sure whatever you do, well, I'm not, I'm not you know, a magician. In, I know you're in the uh, I know you're in the hotel room on your own there. Just make sure you turn the camera off.
1: Oh, so very funny.
0: <laughs> right, guys, take care. See you. Thank you. Great.